You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. What's going on, guys? This week in cannabis, brought to you by Scotty, the dude, Dr. J, and Extractor Man, all sitting in, in studio, hanging out. Uh, see, we'll see how we can we can try to bring you a good show about extraction, some news. Dr. J's got some. Uh, he's got a YouTube recommend, the secret life of plants partying, or something like that. <laughs> Maybe a little LED talk because Dr. J's got some of those Spectrum Kings hung up. And what do you think, Scotty? Am yeah, what? man. How do you, this all started. I came down to visit the boys uh, today, man, and see what's going on. Or I should say what's growing on. That's and right. Th- there's a shitload going on down here, man. So, uh, yeah, I just threw the mic up, and let's uh, let's get some information out there, man. Let's see what, what everybody's up to, man. Extractor, man, how you doing, homie? Dude, I'm doing great, man. It's fun to sit down with you guys and get a chance to talk a little bit about what's going on here, including extracting and uh, just growing. Love you guys' info. Fuck yeah, man. And, you know, the thing I don't know a lot about, you know, I rely on people for things, man, as far as for extraction knowledge and, and you know, what's growing on with that. Man, i got to stop using that, huh? <laughs> You're going to play it out. You're going to play it out. It's only a minute into it, man. Word. Yeah. What, what's going on with it, with it though? Uh, it's pretty interesting, man. There's some innovations and developments, huh? There really is. You know, we've come a long way, and, you know, as, as a grower, you guys, and as we know, we've got so much extra material. Oh man! You know when we grow, it's like nice this, so. to not waste material. Knowing we have other yeah. options now. I mean, we've had options. Don't get me wrong. We've been doing bubble hash and all kinds of stuff. But even when that first came about, it was like a revolution. Oh man! Yeah. I mean, Good just stuff. The, and you know when everybody goes and tries to grow for the first time, when you've got so many new growers, you're gonna have a lot of subpar weed going around, man. And what do you do with that, man? It's not that much fun to smoke really shitty weed. But to go extract it and, you know, get get something out of it, man. Let yeah, into and gold, it, man. Especially here in Denver and almost everywhere, it seems like. So that was originally, you know, getting rid of your extra material, extracting it. But you see in these days, people are running nugs. They're running high-quality material. And we're really seeing an evolving, you know, and stuff that goes into our pens uh, and our dabbers. You said stuff that goes into our pens. So I got a good general question for everybody. I'm trying to figure out. So I used to make bubble hash. And just with the bubble bags, and I've even made, you know, done the dry ice method, which I liked because it was one step, super easy. And somebody reminded me via email, actually, like that is one of the easiest ways to make butter quickly without screwing around is make mm-hmm. the key from dry ice, then put it in your butter and simmer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. getting, I'm trying to get another pen now here from Got Vape, and uh, I wanted what the, the difference between, let's say, a bubble hash or whatever, or in a wax. And or shatter probably first off would be concentration. I mean, I'm assuming you're getting it. What what is uh, you guys have tested a little? Like, what is your shatter in general? I can't say in general, but it's way more concentrated in THC, right? It is. So you know that bubble hash from you know water, essentially the water extraction is um, you know it's not reaching the concentration levels that we're seeing with these solvents, these light hydrocarbon solvents. So, um, do you yeah. remember what the kind? Con- I had a, a test you sent me. What the concentration 77%. was in one? Seventy-seven percent THC. Yeah. So that we're comparing that to like some strains grow at fifteen to twenty-three, yeah. twenty-four. Oh, breaking okay. the twenty percent okay. used to okay. be crazy. Well, I was trying to get at why you know that's so popular, especially with the the vape pen revolution, is because putting that in your pen goes a lot further than trying to load it, obviously with flour, which is a pain, or uh, like a bubble hash, because you could use a pen for bubble hash, right? Yeah, yeah, you probably you could. Just get yeah. a little bit of residue. Gotcha. But yeah, you're right. That super concentration of the uh, you know solvent hash does seem to be you know you can conceal it more in a pan, and you can be more clandestine. And you're right, it goes a lot farther. You know, but it's a different. 
it's a different uh, effective. I don't say effective ingredient, man. I dare use the D word, but it's a different drug at that point, though. Um, you were saying that you uh, don't even dab anymore, right? Yeah, I, you know, I personally do not um, dab myself. Um, sometimes I'll take a vape, you know, hit. For me, sure. it's just too much, too strong. It, and if you're kind of right, it's it is a whole other beast of uh, you know being high. But some people, um, for some people, it's perfectly, you know, it's the right amount for them. And oh, yeah, man. Ain't, no, ain't nobody judging here. But what I'm getting into is that you would learn something about this. What's it called? Marijuana toxicity? Yes. Yeah. And that tripped me out. I didn't realize that existed, man. But somebody had told me, a, a buddy of mine over at one, of the way to, at one of the way to grow stores had said that it was real. And I was, like, angry at medicine at that point. I was like, bullshit, man. <laughs> but uh, it's true, and it's a phenomenon that's being you know, being seen more and more by uh, the medical community, you know, particularly from these dabs and uh, concentrates. It's just reaching a, a toxicity state in your body and, and kind of causing cyclical vomiting. This is affecting like a really small amount of people. You said it one uh, time, Scotty. People, some people like to get effed up, like that's their goal, and that's why they're you know dabbing dabbing out. But other people, <laughs> I think, of just. It can be medical. Don't let me step on any of those people. But, uh, you know, as far as, you know, getting... <laughs> Dr. J just raised his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, getting... What, getting... what did the dude Horshack used to do? I can't let me raise his hand. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, break t- what do you use, Extractor Man? What, tell us about your equipment. You're not open blasting. What kind of stuff do you use? And uh, generally, how does it work? So yeah, so we are not open blasting, or me personally, we're doing closed loop um, re- you know, recovery. So we're passing our hydrocarbon solvents through the material in a closed loop system and then recovering them into a tank, mm-hmm. you know, none of it reaching in the oxygen or the environment yeah. or outside the system. And these light hydrocarbons we're working with, and most people in the community right now are N-butane, and isobutane, and N-propane. But you're recovering it, so you reuse it? We are reusing this. You know, we're essentially um, how many times can it? you reuse a recovered uh, butane? Infinity, infinity and beyond. <laughs> so you know, if we were to completely recover um, from our collection chamber, we we do sometimes, and it, you know, you leave a very muck, dry extract on the bottom. If you do that, you will uh, you know get all your most of your hydrocarbon solvent back. But if you know, we kind of leave it a little bit uh, liquid so we can pour it. So you can. Uh, you know, recover up to 90, 95% is practical. And I think even sometimes... 99%? No, I, I would say more like 90, 95% okay. is practical. Because there is loss, you know, we, we notice through, um, you know, it remains in your material in the column. And then also, like I said, we leave it a little liquid in the yeah. collection pot so we can pour it out onto our um, purging sheets. And therefore, you know, we're not completely recovering all so that. You leave liquid. a little bit. So I'd say, bit. yeah, we're leaving, you know, we're recovering 90 to 95% of your original so liquid solvent. Probably each time you make it, you use a little, you lose a little bit. Kind of like when I used to make my Simpson oil with my moonshine. <laughs> it makes sense because uh, that steel. little bit. <laughs> a little bit safer though. That little bit <laughs> is trapped in the wax and that's why we use a vacuum oven to purge and we're, that's where the butane comes from, that the, the vacuum oven is purging. Yeah, absolutely, and that's a you know, very crucial step in this. All right, so we got to have, equipment-wise, you're talking vacuum oven, and then your actual extraction machine. Like, that's what has, the, that's like the main piece, right? The closed yeah. loop extractor, man. That's the official? Of, you know, stainless steel, uh, you know, food-grade stainless steel. Um, so all your yeah, right. the, the butane. Tube yeah, dude's got a bottles. turp extractor up here. Those are our buddies from Fort Collins, and I'm looking at it. Now these, is, that's what you run. You run a turp. Yeah, so I run a, a two-pound uh, turp extractor. Um, it's the MK3 the, turpinator. It is the MK3, and it's I've you know put a two-pound upgraded column on there within a larger collection pot on the bottom. And you know I have to say these, this, I love this machine. I've been using it for you know over a year and a half now, and it just hasn't failed me at all. It's very reliable and solid. I feel safe using that. Um, yeah, I think the right. feeling safe part is like you see so many people jumping into this, and I've heard. I'm ignorant to it, but like walking through trade shows and somebody like, man, look at that thing. That is a total piece of shit. And to me, it just looks like shiny steel and columns and just the same. But I know, I believe that Terp Extractors did, they like have certain ratings. Actually, I forgot through who, like they go into commercial uh, dispensaries in areas where they have to, when they're inspected by the fire department, there's like actual people that do legitimate ratings and stuff. What's the, what's the proper wording for that? 
don't know, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's OSHA safety by inspectors. <laughs> well, it's they're true. all built with pro, you know, proper torque and all that, and they're yeah, all right. going to leak, and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff because they've been inspected and all so that. Sure. Some of these you know, closed-loop extractors have been certified. There's, There's the word, certified. Right. <laughs> man. You know, while we were talking about turf extractors, you know, their other major unit is the MK4, which is, is certified for uh, mm. Washington State and Colorado facilities. Right. So, you know, it's got high-pressure clamps. Um, it's got all the engineering specs that are, you know, make it. All right, well, it says here. Okay. Hey, what are they making the extracts out of, man? That's like a 10, it's like a, every time I see it, it's like really regulated where it's like 10 milligrams for each whatever you get, lozenge or whatever. Must be some kind of like really like, you know, how do they measure that shit, man, you know? Anybody know? Uh, they probably test a, a main batch and then break it down by weight or something, maybe. Yeah, I'm curious, man, because I mean they're they're obviously using extracts uh, to start off. I saw with. a machine at the expo. Right. Or, I don't know if you guys saw it, where they, it puts out an exact amount of uh, candy or it makes a you know of uh, extract or whatever you're talking about. Oh sure, like a okay. You know, and it makes it, it puts out an exact amount each time, so you know you're getting exact dosing. I do. Yeah, I'm um, like you know, if you're I wonder, making cookies man. or if you're making brownies or whatever. God damn, they took all the fun out of that shit. <laughs> you can't get see, you know. <laughs> we got the real strong brownie. Yeah, there's no <laughs> real strong brownies. Like no, that's ten milligrams. The golden brownie. That's ten brownie. milligrams. Well, I want to know what if you're you know everybody likes not everybody but doing open <laughs> blasting, making shatter, super popular. There's always an unfortunate incident in the news here and there. Luckily, not many lately. But when what? Oh, when man. you make this step to go into closed loop system and involving the pumps and the ovens and everything, is it like, obviously there's a money factor, but is there a factor of, I at least need to have four lights of material or something to justify doing this? Like, I mean, if you had well, one 1,000 watt, man, your friends will show that's up. That's what I want, man. I want to get the <laughs> co-op going and, you know, have multiple people that, you know, know how to run and clean and be responsible. See, that's where that. I'm, that's where I'm, it's a skilled position, man. Running yeah. that machine is a skilled position. Like two or three people, so you don't have to be so zoned out that the, the passion's completely out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's true. Stretcher man can, can can relate of being like, damn, I'm tired of dealing with these ovens <laughs> right, right now. I mean, There's so much material to run through here. Yeah, in a, in a state like this, you know, here in Denver particularly, I mean, you do have a lot of material and, you know, people and friends that you know, want stuff blasted and... But, you know, with the way the market's gone the last couple of years, I mean, even a person that's got just a one or two lighter can buy these small systems now and do it for themselves. And, yeah. You know, and do you choose have a, to upgrade you and smaller service tubes. other people. Right. I'm well, telling you, I've seen that $3,200 CO2 extractor. Yeah. It extracted a, a one and a quarter ounces, man. Uh-huh. That thing looked fucking cool, man. That that's what I'm talking about. And this shit was, that. like, the size of a, a laptop. It was like that big, man. I mean, it was you know size of a shoebox. I'll say, man. carrying you know? out size. Scotty's world. That's like the size of a small suitcase. Went from a laptop yeah. to a shoebox. You're talking about the actual CO2 machine? Yeah, the whole okay. thing, man. I think that's yeah, what like they said they're going to be. A lot of places are going to be going to the CO2 because they're going to be trying to mess with the people making the butane stuff. And that's what I'm wondering. Outlaw it all, and pretty soon all the dispensaries are going to have to go all CO2. Probably, I'm not sure, but. Yeah. We're gonna get one. It could man. be a possibility. What are y'all thoughts on CO two oil? I think it was. I thought it was good. I, I've, I've smoked it before. Yeah. Yeah. I've never made it. What do you mean you already. smoked it? That's not I right. I smoked it. You vaped it. I smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there could be wonderful CO two extracts. You know, if it takes a little more equipment, a little more knowledge. And a lot more, right? It's, it's yeah, pretty in depth to make a, a super critical CO two extract. I mean, it's particularly with, anywhere yeah, from larger, you know, apex. Sixty grand, uh, hundred and something thousand, probably. Yeah. That's what I was talking to. Uh, Depends, the, huh? I was talking to the guys that make this little extractor, and they were like, oh, this thing's cool if you want to, you know, yeah. have a couple lighter at home. Yeah, yeah. But he goes, I, well, I'm like, what you know, What if you want to scale it up? You know, I'm asking him, do you got a bigger column for it? <laughs> oh, and he's going. seen these giant systems like, at no. the Canvas Cup. Like right. Apex Lab. But they're like 80 grand, 130 grand. Yeah, yeah. And you need to know how to use them. I've never used one before. But I think if you dial them they in train, right, and you're train. using good material, you can obtain great extracts. Sure. From what do you get? Oil. The CO2 oil that you end up with, what are the main... So it's, it, I've seen like in the liquid vials, it's not like really fluid, Rick. Like what consistency of an oil is it? I you mean, can make it, it viscous. If you, you can, It has to do with the... Uh, you can uh, pour it probably. Like 
How would almost, you want it? What, almost like so there's pens that pertain to straight oil. It, but it depends on the pressure you run it at. There's yes. certain PSIs when you run yes. it at, it you know, comes I've, out liquid. I've seen some of these junky. CO2 machines, um, you know, pushing out, you know, stuff from oil all the way to very kind of more Thick. liquidy, taffy yep. stuff. And, it, and because the pressures are so much higher in here, mm-hmm. um, there is a lot more parameters you need to get dialed in, and that can change your consistency. You know. And the advantage of a CO2 uh, extraction is that it's not you're not you don't, look you're not using flammable liquids, man. Yes. You are using liquids under pressure, and I mean pressure is really your enemy. The explosion, man, that happens. You know, after the, We're gonna the pipe, get already, into go, it, pipe already goes through your body. You Scotty, know what I mean? <laughs> Scotty, got to get a hold of that company, man. We got to get our hands on one of those. It'll be fun to play. with. Yeah, I'm into that, man. I've heard Brent Maverick talking about. That there's still some residuals and stuff in CO2 extraction. Who's Brett Maverick? Sure. Yeah, sure. he's could a, be, man. He's sounds a, like a wrestler. <laughs> he's the one that wears the mask. He's right? a kid out of Seattle. He makes a lot of hash. He's okay. on YouTube and. Uh, yeah, you know that's uh, a really good well place known, to he's start. He's pretty well man. known hash maker around. And he's pretty legit. Yeah, guy, he offers so. great tutorials on the yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah I, I think I've said something about butane one time, and he came back on a comment about. How people think this is all just super clean, but there's still residuals coming out of CO2 extractions. And well, let's break into I the uh, the no break break here because I usually say, "Hey, man, we'll be right back stuff. with the break and get uh, get to the Dr. J segment of this week in cannabis." Oh, you Dr. just said J, YouTube, you were tripping man. me out. Man. You're checking out <laughs> shit on YouTube. So what were you checking out? I heard, yeah, like I was saying. All like, right, it, break it a little bit, man. Let's uh, let's light up the jungle, man, and come on back and. Uh, yeah, oh, really? Yeah, you want to light up the jungle? Let's do it, man. All right, and, and let's light up this uh, this space right here, man. Come it's on, now. Let's come back elevated. Bring it. We'll be right back, guys, with Dr. J breaking it down a little. All right, Southern style. <laughs> Jungle and true to uh, true to Scotty's Scotty's format, we're going to talk about what what's being passed around in the bowl instead of Doctor J's segment, but that'll be up in a minute. Here. Yeah, man. Yeah, all all right. right, this is from Extractor Man, and uh, I got to say thank y'all for welcoming welcoming me down to Denver. Uh, this is delicious, man. Everywhere I go now, it's uh, a nice benefit as people seem to hand me their dankest weed. So uh, I'm looking at some frosty freaking nug right here, man. The last nug I saw, this really does look like uh, it's some kind of OG. Yes, this is that Fluffhead OG from uh, the bank, Cannabis Genetics. Um, okay, the bank that used to be Reserva Provada? Yeah, I think it, you know, it's through the clinic and the Reserva Provada sure. in Colorado. Fluffhead. Um, yeah, their dude, newer dude likes seeds, their Their newer seeds are the, the bank, Cannabis Genetics. Um, yeah, I'm tasting notes of, of a pine forest. You know what I mean? Suddenly I'm transported to... You know, an effervescent coast, and there's spices. Yes, yeah, so no, that's just sour. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's very hallucinogenic. So this is from fem- feminized seed, then? <laughs> it is a feminized seed, a sour diesel times uh, the fish head. How often are good. you doing feminized seed versus cuts? Yeah, recently, in the last year, I've been doing quite a bit. I've been doing that citrix that you've, that the dude's done. I've done, um, what else? Headband, I think, times the LA Confidential. I forget what that was from. Headband, man, you got headbands. Yeah, um, I think it was uh, it was sour confidential or something like that. And then what else? Um, then but, and, Fluffhead OG. And this is all from feminized seeds. This is from me? feminized seeds. Yeah, these are a couple of phenos that turned out pretty good. And there were a couple of phenos we ended up throwing away. And are you keeping mothers of these? 
We seem to just not really keep mothers, but kind of just keep <laughs> keep taking cuts as they're in bed. And gotcha. The next one rolling into flowers. Nice. So you're easiest. so you're of the of the uh, experience that you can clone from feminized seed, no problem. Yes, I've, right. I personally haven't seen a problem from it, but I know that you know it can be can be an issue sometimes, if, you know, especially if stress is you know, brought into the equation. Right? For real, man. For real. All environmental right, stress. Yeah. He said it, man. He said stress, and that's the perfect fucking lead-in to the crazy shit that Dr. J was telling me today, man. <laughs> me and Dr. J were hanging out, went over to his greenhouse today, which is freaking impressive, man. Big ups to you, brother. You're doing a beautiful you. job there, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, way to overgrow, my man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man, but so, so we're talking, and... You start telling me about what was it? It's going to be your YouTube recommendation, man, because it's what a ninety-minute YouTube video. Oh, it's about an hour and a half or so. It's a, oh, it's sorry, a an hour and a half. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's a it's a movie documentary made back in the seventies. Uh, uh, the scientists did um, experiments back in the sixties and seventies on plants. Um, Wait, what's it? It's called the it's Secret called Life the of secret, Plants. The Secret Life of Plants. All right. Uh, some people may have already watched it, um, possibly, but uh, it just goes. It's really interesting about how. Um, plants are more like people and how they can pick up on stresses and death and they can they react to death um, the guy the scientist did an experiment where he put um, shrimp into a, a thing of water and had it on a timer where it would dump into boiling water but he had to leave the lab so he wouldn't have any you know uh, any kind of impact on the on the test sure. <clears throat> he's walking downtown they show him on there and then all of a sudden you know the timer goes off and the shrimp fall into the boiling water he has electrodes on all the leaves on his plants and the electrodes start going going off on his meter uh, reacting to the death of the shrimp what i mean dude, <laughs> i could see i don't know i mean it's not, and then you start because the reason i'm trying to make sense of this and giving it its time is because plants really do seem to respond way better when you spend yeah. time with them and, and like i used to go and just take my plants and just be like all right, I take a big handful and I just I'm cutting yeah. today, and my buddy would laugh at me. He'd be like, "Dude, what are you doing?" You know, and he'd take two hours to trim a plant, <laughs> man. Well, there was also a thing where the guy he like they can pick up on bad people and and like bad vibes of people and stuff. Oh, negative vibrations. Yeah, man? negative vibrations. This yeah. is my negative vibration <laughs> plant right here. He, All right, man, you're losing me, man. Bring me back. I think man. they had a group of people come into the grove where they had plants and they had the you know the sensor going off. Pick out the douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I think had, this guy. They had a group of people come it. in. They had one person <laughs> kill a plant and like just destroy it, and, like just crazily destroy it, and the, the sensor started going off crazily of the other plants in the room. Because they can sense the death of that plant, and um, I, the people left, and then I think a few months later they brought this person back into the room, and those since those plants started going crazy again, they could sense that that person was in the room that had destroyed the plants back, you know, a few months before. Yeah, I mean, this all sounds like you know touchy feely, new wave kind of stuff, man, yeah. or new age it's, kind of stuff, I should say. When was it? What, also, six, somewhat makes sense. In the sixties, they did this. In the sixties, yeah. sounds like it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's an interesting movie then um, <clears throat> to watch. But that's why, I like, like when I have Hermes um, or something like that, I'll always take them out of the grow, out into the yard to cut them down or or whatever. I mean, I and I feel like pruning my plants are fine. You know, that's just part of being happy and, and sure. It's like a little plants. symbiosis, man. The yeah, exactly. Comes in. Yeah, but when you, if you to are going to take a plant that's not supposed to, you don't want in your grow anymore, or you, you know, like a hermy or a male or, or something like that, I always take it away. Just since I've seen that movie, you know, just sure, just, just, just something to do. I'm not, you know, just but. yeah. There's a lot of stuff <coughs> like that, man, where you play or you, you do things, you know, why? Because it makes you feel good. Yeah, know? exactly. You know, and uh, also there was another show called Botany of Dis. Botany of Desire by Michael Pollan. I've heard of that. I've it's, heard, and I've read some Michael Pollan. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's got the he's most boring audio books ever. Oh, I thought that yeah, Botany fall asleep to him. Botany of Desire was cool man. because it went over, it went over like um, apples, and it went over the, I forget what kind of flowers it went over, and it went over cannabis. Right. A couple of different types. It talked about how apples have evolved and how people have evolved the apple and changed it to be sweeter. And how it doesn't have as much of a resistance to to pests and stuff as it originally did, 
Yeah, I mean that's the truth. Um, yeah, that guy Michael Michael Pollan or Michael Pollan or whatever. He's yeah. like a real intellectual kind yeah, of he's, food yeah. Yeah, he's like a like a scientist. Yeah, like a plant biologist dude. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, man. Yeah, he's he's real smart. But yeah, that was a good one. All right, let me bring you back to the grow room. Bring we're, it sitting, back, we're sitting here in the studio. I'm sitting right Ooh. next to my Thai plant. I have. Use that. I can't, like you said, you got to spend time with your plants. And I'm looking at it, and it has some scale up on here. So I had to go grab my bottle of Overgrow ready to use real quick. <laughs> and I just to the point when when I see something wrong with a plant, cannabis or not, yeah. it's like on my mind until I try, especially if it's a plant I like, to uh, fix it until. So this plant's getting the good vibes from me right now because nice. it knows I'm about to help it in a minute. That's right. <laughs> but John, uh, Doctor J, you got some uh, spectrum. You had one spectrum king hung yeah. up in a yeah. tent. Did a YouTube thing on it over at uh, MJ Organics 303. Yeah, I'm Dr. J 303 now. I just changed the okay. name. Same thing. All right. It's easier so, to find, you know. Sure. Did man. you get some more of the lights? I've got. Well, I've got a total of three now. Okay. Um, and are those running in your? I've got three hanging, but two of them running right now. I haven't got around to. I'm putting one of them in a tent, and I'm gonna have two of them in my other grow in my grow in there. But right now, I've been vegging with them. What size tent are you gonna put two in? I'm Wait, gonna put, one. I'm gonna put one like in a five, five by five. five. Okay, that's yeah. the one I want to hear about again because I heard some people getting concerned, uh-huh. um, was saying, "Oh, these aren't gonna be, you know, you can't replace a thousand watts with 440 watts." Yeah. And that's why I have one and I've hung it up because we'll see. Yeah. But you said you're like, no, for sure. Now, are you judging? What did you get on your first run? You know what? I was trying him on this a little bit earlier, and mm-hmm. I asked if he would share. He, Dr. J, pretty yeah. much, I think you've got your facts. At least you uh, yeah. can lead us to the facts, man. Spectrum King did a grow yeah, they side did. by side. Tell me about what happened there, man. Um, well, that, their first grow they did, they did a, they did a room that had a Gavita. They had a 600,000 watt, a 600 watt, a 1,000 watt. Whoa, 600,000 watt. Yeah, 600,000 watt. Yeah, man. I mean, it blew that. Superchargers, man. The Spectrum King blew that 600,000 watt away. (laughs) Long story short. No, okay. Okay, so seriously, there was a Spectrum King 400 or 440? It was 400 at that time. They didn't have the 400 plus. Okay, and and then you can find this on their Spectrum King web, on their YouTube channel. Okay, so then there's a 1,000, and then that was versus 1,000 watt? They had a 1,000 watt, a 600 watt. They had a Gavita. They had a, LED, a traditional LED, and they had a 60-degree and a 90-degree uh, Spectrum King 400. Okay. And I'm not sure if that – I think that's possibly it. And you said it was five-by-five five rooms they set up? Well, they actually they had, built? They had little sections, five by five sections off. Like, like they had, like, sectors with, you know, like, walls. Okay. And, like, you know, five foot and then a little wall. and then, But the fronts were open. Sure. <clears throat> so anyway, um, they, their results came out. Um, the the thousand watt high pressure sodium light um, got two point one pounds. Is what they harvested off of it. Um, they got one point eight pounds off of the uh, Spectrum King light, which they ended up it ended up being about one point seven grams per watt for the Spectrum King and point eight six or eight nine so did you just the, say they got 1.8 pounds off this spectrum yes, 400 yeah uh-huh. okay and there's so also they, a guy that this got over two pounds off of it i will say i don't <clears throat> definitely i don't care fully about weight i want the yeah quality. I know they were using too, blue dream they, which is a big heavy i'll finish yielder. i can finish the test too like what you i think what you're talking about too they yeah, also had the thc tested all right and the thc came out at 22 percent for the high pressure sodium and 24 point something for the Spectrum King. Hey, it's I mean, a little better. I'm not, yeah, yeah so. I'm not going to worry too much about 2% on THC. I just want well, to yeah. see but the I appreciate and Yeah, I mean, it's good, a good point. I appreciate the fact that it's there's better a, with less light. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, there, there's just benefits all around, there's, man. I'm, a, I'm into LEDs. I yeah. am interested in them, man. I, I still have my 1,000-watt grows, and I grow with it. And, I, you know, I grew... My style is not really huge yields. My style is pretty quality weed, and I try to feed it correctly and all that. You know, and I really, you know, I do have some big strains, you know, but I didn't grow. I grew my sour grape under the, the Spectrum King. Yeah. And my spe- my sour grape got a little over a pound off of a 400 watt light. It's fabulous. Right. So I got about 400, and I don't know what it was. You know, right at a pound. Okay, so so, so right at a pound. My high pressure sodium sour grapes. But let's just do the math real five, quick. I'd get about five ounces per plant average. So you're looking at, you know, a little bit like like you said, they got a couple more ounces off of their high pressure sodium light 
but it's a lot more watts and a lot. Sure. You have to use fans and heating and ducting and all that. I mean, I know a lot of people aren't going to go out and just replace everything right away, but for starting out, I think it's a great thing for for uh, you know a large scale. It's awesome if you're going to start off with something right. like that, and also it's really good for somebody that's just growing with one or two lights that doesn't want to use an air conditioning or fan. That's what you told me. It's about this. I asked. I'm concerned about heat. Yeah, and I'm all trying. You know, thinking about do they have? You know, when are they going to come up with an air cooled spectrum king or an air cooled LED? And then you're telling me it's the same heat load as like a. Uh, it's less than a T5. Like a T5. It's less than my. Well, my, a T5 is 400 watts. Yeah, my you know? T, my T. Yeah, they are. They're about 50 watts per bulb, 55 watts per bulb, yeah. right? So about yeah. my my six. I got a six lighter, so that's 300. Something. But my four foot long, and uh, it's 100. I think I did a video on my on my YouTube channel about temps and Spectrum King, but the T5 was 150 something degrees and the spectrum king was about 120 ish uh, when i ran it uh, directly underneath the bulb right right my high pressure sodium was about 300 and some odd degrees well bottom line so. yeah i won't say bottom line but <laughs> we know the proof's in the pudding it seems to be legit that's why i'm, I'm running one and uh yeah i know brendan just goes like you said goes after uh the facts so over there at Spectrum King, and you know it's hard to dispute light meters sitting below yeah. different fixtures, direct like right in front of you. So what's cool is like what Doctor J said. He got he took a 440 watt light and got over a pound on it. That was 400. 400 a 400 watt, watt light. So that's where your grams per watt come I think from all is per watt, meaning that you know that not numbers 400. So you're getting over a gram per watt without setting the, the world on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, without my, going with a super heavy strain. So that's, dude, one gram per watt is fucking hard to get, man. Yeah, yeah. One gram per watt is a thousand grams. That's what? Uh, that's like, that's what I said. If you had a thousand watt light, you know, a thousand grams, that would have been like, like, like they said, there. over two pounds per light, it's man, still, a couple it's, ounces It's still over. a little bit more yield maybe on, on a one growth thing, but like I said, but when you're pulling, you know, your electrical bills are less and all that stuff, I mean, yeah. I guess it's up to you to figure it out, you know. Well, I'm just interested in LEDs, but no, man. I see. Yeah, them. so I mean, like my grow, I have one fan, one exhaust, and that's it. Right. No air conditioner in there. I've got two LEDs running right now, and it's about 78 degrees. I mean, it has been a cool summer in Colorado. Right. I'm in my basement, you know. But when I had my high pressure sodiums running, I had to air cool them. I had two high pressure sodiums that room you saw today that I had my yep. spectrum heat in. Yep. I had two HPSs air cooled in there with, with two inline fans running, and an air conditioner tapped off of my duct in my basement sure. going into my grow room. I mean, that's what so, the there's so many yeah. barriers to entry <laughs> to build a grow room. Yeah, because you really now all of a sudden I mean, what you don't just hang a light, you hang a light and you gotta duct it, and now you've got you know you've got to bring air in and, and exhaust there, and you're like, oh my yeah. god. What if it? This is a, like these type of lights. I think are game changers when you can just go hang an LED in a fixture. Closet. Look at Nestor Newby. Sure. Uh, I met him at the at this the, is at the YouTube. End of, Nest, yeah. Nestor Newby. I think he changed his name to Nestor. Uh, I can't remember. Right. You could probably find he's, him. He's from DGC Newby. though, man. He's yeah, on, he is. He's yeah. So I met him at the end of XO. He's a great guy. What's up, buddy? <laughs> so uh, uh, he was. He's from New Jersey. And we went out to the dab bus. Shout out to you, Nestor. Took a big dab in the dab bus. <laughs> right on. So anyway, he got over a pound his first grow ever. He started off a deep water culture, four plants this, this big from seed. Right on. I'm, I'm talking about the smallest little sure, piddly little thing you've ever seen. I was just like, what the hell? That's how they start, and he pulled man. over a pound off that thing. Hell yeah, man. In a closet. Respect. I mean, a closet, like, I'm serious, probably as wide as this. This this uh, this table here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That when you can when you can pull you know a yeah, pound off I, a 400 watt light, it becomes real. I mean, I guess people are doing it with the 315s too. The wrap on those 315s yeah. is that you can pull a pound off them, man. Well, you know, I, mean, I guess you could. I mean, that's what I said. I mean, people mess with me sometimes on my YouTube channel about oh blah 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 blah. But I'm like, you know what? You like what you like. If you like. High pressure sodium, you like? That's great. Sure. I'm just showing you guys what's up with the Spectrum King. Check people it out. Don't believe it. <laughs> you know? hey, people like people like what works. Like me, you know, if I I got my HID lighting. Yeah, yeah. And it's been working. And they're like, right. well, I pay this amount for a bulb every six months. I'm yeah, getting yeah, everything right. I want. Why am I gonna go out and buy? It ain't broke. Eleven hundred, <laughs> whatever 
dollar yeah. LED. But when you add up stuff over time, if I'm going to run this thing for the next three oh, years, yeah. I'm going to be saving plenty. And my room's already five, four years old. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, you got to think ahead, not just in what you're doing the next six, 12 months. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm anticipating better quality as well, like you said with the THC The test. commercial grower is also going to break, too, with the kilowatt hours and stuff, too. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's what we were originally talking about. Yeah, it's uh, extractor, yeah, man. Yeah. I was curious about the light. I really thought it was a cool fucking light. I bought it last year. I met Aura and them at the expo. They were great guys. We hung out this year. Yeah. All right, that's, sure. the, that's, so, the, that's yeah. the LED yeah. breakdown. Let me, let me tell you, anybody <laughs> chime in here. On a little news, we got the finally the DEA chief. Wait, we're doing the news, man. Yeah, man. Full All on. Right, well, hang on, play that news song so I can get higher, man. <laughs> the news song so you can get news higher, song, man. All Back right, that, that works. Oh, that works. That works. Got a couple news stories here, guys. A little bit more of this week in cannabis. We'll be right back. All right, man. I can't feel my weed. Kicking back, listening to the podcast after a long day. You want to relax, chill to the max, and you know the way. So you're rolling up some sweet green stuff you planted and grew. And now it's time to get real high for the dude grows new. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. For the dude grows new. news just a little news here i was talking about uh california a few episodes ago and heard just being out on the beat man out actually out mountain biking uh cat came up and we were we were jiving and he's like man her cali like just shit is getting busted hard you know it's like gonna affect the market here and uh i don't want to call it a good way i like people to be able to afford herb man i mean i'm not really too stoked to hear it might go up here and there but i just went online did my investigative reporting, so I just Googled uh, marijuana bus. Didn't even put it specific to California. And then it was from uh, the first week of August back through July. So like 40, uh, there's my math, 40-something days already, like 37 days. All right. So I pulled, let me just, I'll just throw some summaries at you real quick. Police. Starting on August 6th, 1,400 marijuana plants, 36 pounds of processed marijuana in Tulare County. Now, 36 pounds is, you know, minuscule. It's a crime anymore. But when you're talking about 1,400 marijuana plants, and most most all the all these are outdoor grows, you know, an outdoor plant can produce anywhere from a lot to a shit ton. So, you know, that's a lot of weight. You can do that times three, times six. You can pull out outdoor plant with seven, eight pounds on it. So, um, August 3rd, deputies found 830 plants on the property in Santa Cruz Mountains. July 31st, police said 5,523 plants were found in the Los Padres National Forest. That was the, that was like a gorilla grow style. They said it was the Chinese and Mexican cartel. I thought the Chinese had enough going on though. Like I don't, I didn't think they really wanted to rely on. Uh, I think there's some pretty serious Chinese gangs or Asian gangs, we'll say. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. There's Chinatown in L.A. That's the biggest official, like. Chinese area other than China, right? As far as in the United States, you don't know, say, amigo. Man. I would think Chinatown's got to be, yeah. I don't know if I want to say the most authentic compared to going to China, but I'm inexperienced <laughs> in the Chinese chant travel. All right, a couple more. Uh, July 25th, three grow sites found with 2,137 marijuana plants in Cohasset, California. Holy shit, now we're getting somewhere, man. 3,000. That was 2100 now. We're not getting anywhere just yet. I'll save the best for the last. July 7th, after serving a search warrant, investigators say they seized 4.5 million worth of marijuana Monday, including 950 plants and 200 pounds. And don't get me wrong, going over the numbers and the plant count and the dollar figures, I all know, you know, I, all, I, I said I all know. You like that? I all know. 
we all know law enforcement definitely can skew numbers for press. So, I mean, these, but still, these are, these are big numbers regardless. And lastly, July uh, 8th, authorities seized 12,000 plants and 100 pounds of pot at two tribal Jeez. locations because, you know, everybody wants to get their piece. They also discovered, which I saw in this aerial photo, which they all looked pretty damn, they looked cool, like, you know, legitimate. They looked down, uh, greenhouse right there, like on asphalt or gravel. Um, How many greenhouses? 40 constructed. Holy shit. Which weren't, they weren't, they weren't being used just yet, I don't believe, but they definitely had, you know, plans. So those numbers all add up to enough to affect, you know, that's, a, that's at least a dent. I don't know exactly if this is because... More people are growing with the environment going on politically and legally, or because they're you know hacking down more in Cali. You know, anybody got any connections? Anybody hear anything the grapevine? I don't. The weed vine. I always you know I've got this theory that it has to do with the droughts. You know, what were they doing when they had these super bad droughts? Is they're starting to look to see where the water's going. The water starts here, and then you know where is it going? And when they start looking at that, you know all of a sudden they start seeing it. They're like, dude, all right, there's a lot of grows going on here, enough to start fucking up our water system, man. So let's go clean this up. And they're probably one of the worst charges you can get or one of the worst concerns are the environmental concerns and the water concern. Hey, you don't steal power and you don't steal water. Right. It's a sensitive area. There's a lot of these grows are going on, or grill grows in these national forests are taking resources of Yeah, you don't need to, you don't need to have a, gr- a gorilla grow in a, a national forest. I mean, hopefully the way things are going, prohibition falling, all this jazz, it's just going to take the profitability out to the point where it makes no sense to do that. So, I don't say hopefully. I kind of like it the way it is. Yeah, but I don't need <laughs> I don't need people to be able to justify. You're not going to go walk across a gorilla grow of uh, you know don't mess with my gorilla grow of cucumbers, man. You know, like we got to bring the sure. value down. Just like I don't believe the Mexican cartels are, are focusing on smuggling weed into our country when we got, you know. When they can just grow it in our national forests, man. Well, then you got <laughs> Colorado and other states stepping up. Man, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of weight starting to come from within our United States. There sure is, man. There sure is. Look at that, man. People should be proud of that. So, Damn, man. Speaking of uh, greenhouses, man, I, I yeah. do have to compliment you on your greenhouse, Dr. J. Right on, uh, I came down and, and did a little visit today. What, what size is that thing? 12 by 16. Man, I mean, it's so simple, man. What yeah. is that? Like, uh, was that a kit you bought? No, um, it's top rail and, and uh, fence post and top rail. for. Oh, split, okay. So just fence. Rail fence. Sure. And you bend the, <clears throat> the hoops. Who did you find? You found on YouTube, didn't you? Uh, or Craig, no, a kid guy, on Craig's? Well, the guy sold the hoops that were bent. And it was two sections of top rail that were put together and already bent. So gotcha. All you really need is a pipe bender. Sure. Um, and you screw the hoops together. And then I bought the the one and five eighths posts for the frame and all the nuts and bolts. And I built the door and everything for it. So basically I bought the hoops and built the whole house and ordered the plastic off of a greenhouse. Uh, sure. Spot. What do they cost? A couple hundred bucks, you think? Under, no, under it cost me... Total, it probably costs about a thousand bucks total. Okay, you know, eight hundred to a thousand dollars with the plastic. You know, the roll of plastic was two hundred and fifty dollars. Sure, I mean, even with it. that auto flame motion descent, you know, auto flame detector system security to uh-huh. where you have a motion detector and it yeah. shoots flames out of that propane tank. Yeah, because that's pretty smart. <laughs> hey, you know what? Speaking of that, okay, so Doctor <laughs> J has a, a greenhouse and a extractor man. You were, you want to share with us? You were talking about the. Uh, uh, what the hell is that the thing called? The SIM card security system. Ah. Oh, what yeah, so is that, man? So these are essentially security systems. Instead of using a landline, like a phone number, they're using SIM cards. And uh, a couple people we know at these growth facilities are using them. You know, so when they yeah, trip off a sensor, you know, a motion sensor or a door sensor, sure. you get texted to whatever your cell phone that you program in there. So, uh, and this is just a SIM card that goes inside? This is like one of those... Uh, it's like a T-Mobile or a, you know, yeah, like, like an air like card a, thing or something. Yeah, like if you already have a plan with one of the guys, like T-Mobile or Verizon, I believe you can go buy an additional SIM card, which I think they consider almost a line. A, a line. Sure. But then that's tied into your device. 
your security device. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty goddamn cool, man. And it's, you were saying it ain't expensive, right? I'm running two of these uh, SIM cards on two different lines on the same T-Mobile. I think it's the, uh, I forget which account it is. But yeah, it's $22 for a month and a half. Fuck yeah, First man. Nice tip, man. Thank you, Extractor, yeah. man. I'm going to get one of them myself, man. I get all my, if you have been listening to the Dude Grow show, uh, all my security and everything from Harbor Freight. There's a <laughs> lot of things you can rig up from Harbor Freight. They do have just cheap little motion detectors, too. But you can get creative, like in the uh, sharp tools aisle and yeah. get twine. And but the thing with the SIM card is, like, you don't even need, like, phone. You know, you don't you don't need phone service. I'm sure with that harbor. Oh yeah, I guess you're right, man. It's just internet, but you don't need internet. You know, think about having the internet. Uh, like if you want to be able to see that thing over your phone, you're gonna need to hook it up. I to don't, because that's gonna ruin my whatever else I'm doing. I'm gonna be like away from the house, looking at my phone, being like, oh my god, this right? totally sucks right now. I'm not there. You can I just yell want at the kids. You kids get away from that. That's no. not your weed. It's, it's medical. You when, won't like that. When somebody <laughs> walks into my outdoor garden at night, I just want as much bells and whistles and noise to go off as possible yeah. because I'm not hiding anything. My neighbors know I grow. I know I grow. Right. And if it goes off, they're going to be like, what the hell's going on, too? So They, they but, got in mine last year, and that's when I got that little alarm. So Right. It's fact of life, man. Yeah, lights and alarms and cameras and all that. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate uh, everybody sharing the, their information, man. Yeah. Oh, Y'all have been busy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's been a good summer, man. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Cannabis business is a busy business, but it's good. <laughs> it's rewarding. <laughs> you damn straight, man. Hell yeah, guys! Well, thanks for listening to this week in cannabis. Let us know what you think of the group format. Don't be shy. You can give us a three-star review if you want. Hell, over there. what? But we'll, <laughs> uh, otherwise, we'll be back Monday with some uh, grow talk. Have a good weekend. Make sure you toke some bowls. Be safe, and what else? Am I missing anything? Any other recommendations? I don't know, man. I'll see y'all Monday, man. We're talking a little grow. Word. Catch you soon. All right.